everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Dirty Work film starring Norm Macdonald. And uh, today we're talking about minute number seven. It's uh, from seven minutes to seven minutes and 59 seconds. And I'm David. And I'm John. And uh, today we are very fortunate to be joined by the man himself, A.G. Nieves. Yo! Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Thank you for joining us again. Yo. We're so fortunate that you're free this entire week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to be. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get into some dirty work. Yeah. Hey, well, this uh, this minute, it starts with uh, Pops going, ah, I can't, and ends with Pops saying, I also want to say <laughs> something. Cliffhanger. Another cliffhanger. Yeah. It's, uh, this movie's so cleverly written. It's like... <laughs> Every minute a turn keeps you guessing. <laughs> you just never know what's going to happen next. Yeah. I wonder what he wants to say, because Mitch is, comes to sit down, and he says, okay, I want to I thank you for spending time with me, and I want to say something. Like, they're having a real sweet, tender moment here, like they're connecting. Yeah, yeah. That's just to juxtapose from what just happened before that, where uh, Sam Sam gets handed a, <laughs> uh, an awesome magazine. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? It's called Impotent Old Men and Whores. <laughs> This movie really does love the word whore, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's uh It was nineteen ninety eight. You can get yeah. your fill of the word whore back then. Oh, we should have started sure. a whore count because I'm sure it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we could always backtrack. So we've only got eight minutes into this yeah. thing, so I mean it's not like those minutes are lost to us. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it tonight and then we'll know tomorrow. Official whore count will be will start and uh and then we also got the throwing. The the Yeah, the throwing. throw count is two right now. Okay. Nice. We should see what outpaces the other one. <laughs> My money's so, on whore. So I guess you guys are officially on whore watch for this show. Yeah, whore watch 2017. <laughs> Dirty Works whore watch. Spinoff of Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> or your favorite drink from uh, your favorite Mexican drink. I don't know. I was I was trying to stay away from the word Mexican. <laughs> That's why I paused. Gotcha. But you know what? Let's just go balls right into it. Favorite Mexican drink? Horchata. Of course. Mm. Horchata. <laughs> Favorite tequila? Horitos? <laughs> I would say yes. Horitos. No. Or Jaritos. Jaritos? Jaritos. I don't I, I don't I, speak Spanish. That's a that's a soda. How would the how would the theme song to Horror Watch sound like? <laughs> yeah. Some people stand in the dark snatch. <laughs> She'll be there. <laughs> yeah, make a parody version of the uh Baywatch opening theme, but it's Horwatch. <laughs> tweet it to us or email it to us at dirtyworkminute at gmail.com. Uh, instead of like, instead of having people run in slow motion, we'll just have them run in regular motion, <laughs> maybe in fast motion. <laughs> just something to spice it up. So, what goes on in this minute? What we've seen, it seems very, seems very straightforward, right? Yeah, I think it's the first time yeah. we've had a minute that was just a single scene. Yeah, yeah it just seems like, um, well, we do get uh, we do get a little insight on how t- how Mitch feels about uh, pops. Yeah, he's, he's creeped out by. He's him. creeped out. Yeah. Yeah. Was he creeped out with him previously as a kid? That didn't come across, did it? Uh, he kind of talks about how he wasn't the biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh-huh. Okay. No, uh, you get very little pops in that beginning part. So. <laughs> See, I also gotta say, like for the 1990s, the late 90s, this is 98. Everyone has wonderfully curly hair. <laughs> like Mitch has it, uh, so does Sam, and then so does Pops in this scene. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, that's what I remember about 1998. Like that was a big year for curly hair. Yeah, it, it's mm. not. It's not. It's not mullet style, but it's not not no. mullet style. It's just nice, luscious no. curls, voluminous. Yeah, yeah. you might say. Yeah, I don't. Know. It's hard to pull it off nowadays without thinking that you're trying to, you know, bring back the 90s. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like nice, luscious curls and like. Yeah. A uh, what, what do you call those type of shirts? Well, like a plaid shirt yeah. tied around your waist, <laughs> like a long sleeve plaid shirt tied around your waist, and you're wearing like whatever white t shirt. It was such yeah. a weird time in the late eight, <laughs> in the late nineties. Like that was a style. Like oh, just yeah. that weird, that weird. Uh, everybody was always tying plaid shirts around their waist. Yeah, yeah. And plaid it was like plaid shirts around your waist, some jorts, <laughs> some acid wash jorts, long hair. You know, kind of probably like oversized white shirt. Yeah. <laughs> when we started to see the rise of Jinko jeans, right? Around. Oh, yeah, Jinko <laughs> jeans. Can't forget about them Jinko jeans. Yeah. Did you guys ever own any Jinko jeans? I did I not. did not. I didn't. I did not. I wasn't aware about them. I wasn't aware of them until like after like the whole thing went down and people were like, Jinko jeans are done. Yeah, actually, my brother owned a pair that just looked like regular jeans, which I guess they made those two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Jinko didn't corner itself, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It was diversified. There was a guy in the the Jinko company that was just like, you know what? These crazy-ass jeans might not pan out the way we want. We should have a backup plan. And then it just it became a cultural phenomenon for a little while. Yeah. I, I just kind of wonder if Jinko jeans were the product of some kind of like factory accident uh. or something. <laughs> like, sir, you're not going to believe this. It's like, what? The jeans. The machines made made them too big. <laughs> Like, the dimensions on these jeans. Yeah. It's like oops all berries, but it's like oops all <laughs> really big legs <laughs> on our jeans. Uh, it's like, hey, do you and do you like watching films from the future where people wearing crazy clothes? Well, mm, we made Jinko jeans. It's kind of close to that. No, maybe. Oh, I totally forgot. This is a thing that I want to do. I am willing to pay $50 to the first person that can show me a photo of a man at least 50 years old from the late 90s, early 2000s wearing Jinko jeans, like not ironically. Because <laughs> there has to have been somebody who did that, and there has to be a oh, photo. Probably. Like like a, like a like like a an old man doing it unironically? Like a yeah, just... like, oh, I'm going to put these jeans on because they're cool. I see. Like your like your standard hip hop grandpa kind of thing. Yeah. 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 But like a legit hip hop grandpa, he's not trying to do it <laughs> for anything else. Yeah, it's not like his his grandkids like said, Oh, put these jeans on, it's funny. <laughs> he saw him like I'm gonna I'm gonna impress my grandkids by putting these jeans on. Then mm. he has like the, the TLC like condom over his left <laughs> eye or whatever. Oh god. He's just gone for it then, huh? Yeah. He's just, uh, but he's, he's doing it totally unironically. Yeah, like, not, it's not a joke. He's like, Yeah, yeah he really believes in safe sex. Yeah. <laughs> and not seeing out of his left eye. Well, his left eye is protected. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we all go through phases. It just happens, right? I mean, like, I guess, like, it. I mean, I guess, if any, if you wanted to wear Jinko jeans at any point in your life, right, that time is gone and passed. <laughs> so I mean, maybe we're really losing out. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder is there is there a listener? Is there anyone part of the list, part of the listening audience that is just like I missed my opportunity and I will never forget that. I couldn't wear jinko jeans it was hot for a while and i missed it now i have to wear them in shame in my house when <laughs> no yeah. one's looking who's ever who's ever wearing them is listening to them right now <laughs> just like just like really sad just like well 
I guess I gotta bury these. Just slowly taking them off. And I want to believe that some of your listeners are rolling around in like old <laughs> Jinko jeans, like they, that they haven't donated, but they can't bring themselves to donate it to Goodwill yet. Yeah. So it just sits somewhere in a closet. I just want to meet the guy that has Jinko, uh, whoever has Jinko jeans, like in a glass case, <laughs> lights on it. This was signed by the guy who created Jinko jeans, yeah. Stephen Jinko. <laughs> Stephen Jinko. <laughs> It's got a big Sharpie sign, Jingo jeans, like in, yeah. a, in a glass case. Yeah. It's, it's got the whole, like, the, the whole mission objective for Jingo jeans is written on it. This is the entire constitution. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, they were a company of principles, and they had a lot of them. Yeah, I, I would imagine Stephen Jingo, like, standing above everybody on the floor and just being like, you guys represent something that you need to be proud of. Be proud of your Jinko jeans. <laughs> be proud of your Jinko jean heritage. Yeah. It's like, don't worry. If you're ever stranded on the ocean, if you can find yourself a makeshift, uh, makeshift raft, <laughs> these Jinko jeans will be your sail. <laughs> uh, there's just one guy on the life raft, like wearing just underwear and a t-shirt. <laughs> Super smug. Yeah. Like, you guys laughed at me for getting these jeans. Who, what's bringing us home now? <laughs> Take a look up. Look at your salvation. Thanks, Stephen Jenko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going 25 knots just because of these jeans. <laughs> and water, like, water record, water speed record. Yeah. Like, oh, you dumb idiots in your skinny jeans. What's, uh, what's something that's a uh, phase now that we can get into, uh, fashion-wise? Um... I, I heard about this male rompers thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, like, you, you know what's funny? Like, I just found out what regular rompers were <laughs> not too long ago. So, like, just, I'm in the same boat, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, like, like, I used to have, uh, I used to love, I used to have some female roommates at one point, and mm-hmm. they, would, they would talk about rompers. <laughs> I was, and I just, I was just like, that has to be some kind of phase. But apparently, it's been around forever. I, like, I, I had no idea what rompers were, and now they're making ones for dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah th- that rompers. Rompers for dudes has got to go out of style. Like, almost immediately, I'm, I'm assuming. It's going to be the Jinko jeans. Yeah, I yeah. think people are only wearing them as a joke, so it's not going to stick around. That, yeah. That's, that's what you think, David. <laughs> well, it's kind of like Zumba pants, right? But nobody was wearing that as a joke. What's the Zumba yeah. pants? You guys ever heard of Zumba pants? Yeah, no. Those like the leggings? Those are, yeah. They it's were like yoga pants, but they were like, they were like more active. I forget. I think they were like... um. They were jean short jean pants, but they were made out of like a more soft. Oh, they were like jeggings. huge. No, no, no. They weren't even like it, Zumba pants. Were like they were these weird pair of pants that were huge. They're like Jenko jeans, but they're huh. more. I think fluffy. I think yeah, something like that. I forget what they what they even were yeah. about. Um, if you're listening, you know what AJ's talking about. Go ahead and tweet <laughs> us a picture. You know, I, at Dirty Work Minutes. I was not a man to complain about leggings or jeggings, you know what I'm saying? Like, more power to you if you want to wear those, right? But, like, now I'm just thinking that we're getting to a point where we just want to see each other naked all the time. You know what I'm saying? I, th- I don't think, like, ro- like male rompers, yeah. I think that's just like, hey, how far can I push it before I could just expose my balls? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a onesie, basically, right? It's yeah, like a onesie yeah. for dudes, yeah. sort of. But like shorts. Well, after I've seen ro- what rompers are, right? Yeah, there they have to be someone. How do you how do you use the bathroom if you're a dude? You have to... <laughs> Get completely naked in a stall? Yeah, this don't seem very... Well, what's that word? Practical. Practical, yeah. <laughs> I just found some Zumba jeans or something. They're just... They're like... They're just yoga pants. They're just... With I think like I, I, I think I got it confused yeah. with the Zumba workout videos that they used to have. Because they're calling this Zumba wear, but it's... I don't know who works out with these. Because they just look like sweatpants, yeah. but bell-bottom sweatpants. Uh, yeah. Like some kind of dance... 
kind of exercise thing. Or... <laughs> it's basically for people that are really into capoeira. You wearing your super <laughs> <Yeah>. jeans, <laughs> you your bell bottoms, but you don't want to feel restricted by you know denim. People that are ready to fight you, like <laughs> yeah. you avoid those people. It's gonna be a, an alternate costume in the new Tekken. Ooh, Tekken. 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 Yeah. That game. <laughs> Has anyone ever used capoeira as like an actual legitimate fighting style, or Has is that more for like you know just practice show. and honing skills? And I show? wonder. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it used like only legitly. in movies. Yeah. Only, only in, movies. in one movie. Only in one single movie. <laughs> yeah. I think the UFC pretty much established that you know <laughs> the, the MMA style is pretty much the only way you can go about actual fighting. I want to see yeah. somebody seriously walk into an MMA fight that strictly uses only capoeira. Like there's well, somebody I mean, trying there to put the old UFC, like when it was like underground, like they only had like the videotapes of it. Like when people were doing just one martial art. Uh, like, oh, I, yeah. I'm sure yeah. that there is that. Oh, that would be I, interesting. I remember, wa- I remember watching a match where a dude had one boxing glove on. <laughs> Oh my god! And it was, I don't know, like I don't know if that dude just watched too many or played too many fighting games, right. or because like after that dude found out that he couldn't defend himself, <laughs> and he tried to like cover his face with his big mitten, <laughs> the other dude was able to just punch his face over and over Holy again, shit. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, just yeah, just <laughs> he like he played too much Punch Out. Yeah. <laughs> Every time somebody punched him, his like his pants would fall. <laughs> King Hippo style. So I think the funny thing about the early UFC days is that yeah. that's like when you when they figured out all your questions very fast. <laughs> you know, like who would win in a fight, a really tall guy or a really really fat guy? <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah, a really tall guy, duh, because he can kick people in the face. <laughs> the old the old MMA. There's got to be like that weird. Um, you remember Bloodsport? There was all kind of crazy ass fighters in that. There was like a little African guy that like danced around like a monkey. <laughs> got his back broken by like another dude i think yeah i think that's what everyone wanted the ufc to yeah be. they just wanted yeah. a crazy mishmash yeah. of of fighting disciplines they wanted the blind jean-claude van damme <laughs> <laughs> so many that started mma they were like all right we're all starting mma but make sure that you carry like a just one single tab of aspirin in your in your fighting trunks <laughs> Just one. <laughs> if you have that, you can join. <laughs> Wait, where would you keep that tab of aspirin? Right in your pants, right in your trunks, <laughs> right in your fighting trunks, yeah. right in the front of your trunks. That's where the uh, that's where the the bad guy takes it out of, right? And he's just you know he starts to crush it up. Just imagine like a dude trying to reach in the <laughs> front of his trunks during the match, during the yeah. match, and like getting his hand stuck. And- <laughs> Just like the commentators are just like, what is he doing? It seems like he's just reaching for something. Yeah. And <laughs> is this a brand new style we have yet to witness? He seems to be. He seems to be really enjoying fighting. <laughs> Hold on to your hats, folks. This is going into. Oh, something just happened. He's falling asleep in the ring. <laughs> he's immediately taking a nap. I think there's a sandwich right next to him for when he wakes up. <laughs> How did he fall asleep? <laughs> he just jerked it off. He just jerked off and I, got I, sleepy. I, I <laughs> he jerked it off and immediately had like an attack of narcolepsy. Yeah. The combination yes. of aspirin and... <laughs> yes, it's all over his penis. He's just got like some weird analgesic on his dick. Analgesic dick. <laughs> I think we just found our next competitive sport. <laughs> we should competitive jerking off. Uh, uh, so what was this minute about? 
Um, it was um, uh, Sam asked Mitch to sit with his with pops because Sam has to go call someone to borrow a jack. Because I was I wanted to talk about this in an earlier minute, but we didn't get to it. Was um, yeah, Sam has to borrow a jack because Mitch got a flat tire in his car. No, oh, yeah, that that didn't. We never saw <laughs> never that. Saw, yeah, it didn't affect anything because he drove up to the apartment. Yeah, to get his stuff from from Tony Ann. It's got to be like something they cut out right? yeah out they the cut film. it out yeah. maybe we're supposed to infer that sam slashed mitch's tire just to make himself useful <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh i saw out. your car the tires are slashed it's <laughs> like you need a friend <laughs> <laughs> remember <laughs> i think we're learning that like uh that sam is probably trying to single white female mitch in this movie <laughs> yeah. just take over his life little by little until he's fully mitch <laughs> You do kind of look oh, yeah. similar a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, you got uh, that wonderful curly hair from curly the 90s. <laughs> we should all just bring that back. We should all just grow <laughs> our hair out and try to make it as curly as we can. Yeah. Collectively. <laughs> like, look at that. That looks like a perm. Like, I mean, what they're rocking in this film. It does. It's just, it's beautiful. It's curly. It's out there. Yeah. It kind of yeah. looks like Norm is wearing some kind of shade of lipstick that they didn't put all the way on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a really weird look for him also there was a film called lost and found with david spade oh i remember that yeah and Artie lang was in it and he guys tries to sing a white female david spade does he oh. holy shit i don't remember that wasn't that the whole thing about that movie um the lost and found that's not the one where he's like he's trying to get a he's trying to like get a woman in his building he has a dog yeah i don't think he tries to sing white female david spade i think that's just a joke in the movie now that i think about uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. All right, lost and found. Yeah, lost and found. <laughs> lost and found minute. We're gonna do that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. There's a there's a scene in that where um oh it's it's not even nothing. I was gonna say something along the lines where like it's David Spade who uses the word shouted out like the old uh, stain commercial when you had like stain on your clothes. I don't oh know. yeah. I'm glad that went somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I brought up that David Spade <laughs> line. Yeah, bring up David Spade and everything comes to the screeching halt. <laughs> I like David Spade. <laughs> I mean, no offense. Yeah, we'll do Joe Dirt Minute. I think we'll do that. Joe Dirt Minute. Okay, well, that's all I've got for this minute. Yeah, that's all I got. Maybe there should be a crossover uh, with Joe Dirt and Dirty Work. Ooh, yeah, Joe, yeah, Dirty, Joe work. Dirty Work. Joe Dirtiest Work. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they each get dirtier by <laughs> every, combining them. Yeah. <laughs> every successive film. <laughs> more dirty than the last yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you pitched pitch this movie to those two men they would probably not sign for I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know them I don't know how they would react to that's a safe bet yeah that's I don't hilarious. know you never know put stuff out there yeah <laughs> who knows what will catch okay uh, can can we catch you tomorrow AJ to come um, back talk about minute number eight I don't know I might have to try and look at my yes I'm totally yeah? down okay. I'm in yeah clear your calendar <laughs> I'm in for this. I'm in for the long haul, you guys. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm settling. I'm settling into this week of dirty work. Well, there's one thing that me and David want is commitment. So, yeah, boom. Well, you got it. I'm <laughs> so here to if, commit. If you don't to come tomorrow. Work. I'm gonna be very upset. If I don't come tomorrow, are you going to send some man that's really good at making popcorn to my house? Yeah. Try to turn on your car and see, see what happens. <laughs> be like one of those classic mob mob movie <laughs> moments where like you try to turn your car over and it's like. Pfft, and then you're like, oh no! And then your car just fills with popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they there should there there should be some slow playing like Ave Maria music or something. <laughs> while I slowly get into the car and start turning the uh, ignition. 
<laughs> and then popcorn. Yeah. And it's just your wife in slow motion, like, whoa. <laughs> out. And it kind of like, put, like, it like pushes her back, like natural explosion. <laughs> <laughs> like she's on the pavement looking up at the car with her hand outstretched. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh, man. <laughs> okay, listeners, uh, tune in tomorrow and see if I killed AJ with a popcorn bomb in his car or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible. <laughs>